0: And we're back for another episode of uh, The Art of Wellness on PeachRadio.com. We have a very special guest today. Her name is Kathleen Trotter. Uh, Kathleen comes with a very long list of uh, accolades behind her. And uh, I, I'm in, in my element today because I've been reading Kathleen's uh, column in the Globe and Mail for a long time and uh, I, I tried pretty hard to get her on the show and she finally agreed and today uh, we have her in studio. So I'd like you to welcome uh, Kathleen with me. It, uh, Kathleen, welcome to the oh, show. Oh, I
1: can't tell you how happy I am to be here. I, You know, it's radio so I'm smiling away like a goof but nobody can see how much I'm smiling. I love talking about health and wellness so I'm honored to be here and I think we found a kindred spirit, you know, you and I together. You're, You're great.
0: Thank you so much, Kathleen. But um, it, it, we have Kathleen in studios, so we can we can discuss a, a number of topics. Originally, we started with uh, uh, talking. Uh, we want to talk about fitness trends and so on. But uh, we, we have a, a, a woman who is an encyclopedia in fitness, and uh, we're not going to stick to that. We're going to go. We're going to delve into uh, everything from trends to nutrition to what motivates people. And um, and and try to to lend some insight into into how it's done and how to 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 move forward uh, in the whole world of uh, of wellness. So, Kathleen, I would say
1: to my clients, we're going to have a fitness party, and yeah. then they look at me like, "What are you insane?" And I'm like, it, "Yep." This can be fun. The
0: the fun the, the fun thing about it is uh, you know I, I met Kathleen for the first time today, uh, in person, and um, she has this this aura about her. She has a lot of energy, as uh, she mentioned, smiling because you know she walked in and. Uh, the the studio is kind of strange and 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 so on and it's then, so cool. Yeah. there's but, art
1: everywhere. I love it.
0: <laughs> it. It's part of the art of wellness. You yeah, know, it's it, fantastic. It, uh, it's uh, it's one of those things that. Um, Will help uh, motivate uh, uh, some people, and I, I love being uh, surrounded by art. Um, part of part of what we do is to motivate clients, yeah. and, and so on. So whether it's through through art, whether it's through fitness, whether it's through nutrition, and, and all these things, we want to make sure it's it's all under that same umbrella yeah. that I'm talking well, about.
1: And what I was saying to you earlier, Tony, is that I really believe that you know working out and being more active and just moving in general should be empowering and make you feel energized and i think that part of the problem is is that you know in 2015 workouts become a chore it seems like something you have to do versus something you want to do people don't You know, they don't find their bliss in in working out, so then they don't stick with it. And, you know, I always say to clients, if a workout hasn't made you feel more energized and more empowered, then I'm doing something wrong. You know, and too many people, they work out and it makes them feel judged and discouraged. And, you know, you should walk in and you should be able to hold your head high after a workout and feel proud that you moved. And whether that workout to you is... You know, going for a run, playing a game of tennis, or it could literally just be going and walking around the block, like it's all so individual. And it's just about making you feel good about yourself and who you are. And you know, sometimes just going for a walk is better than going to the gym, because you get that natural light, which is such a mood boost. And, you know, you finish off being like, wow, I can conquer my day now. Like, that's the whole point of being active. You know, I wake up some mornings, and I'm like, oh, crap, I don't want to face this day. I'm tired. And then I do a run or I do some weights, and I'm like, this is awesome. Okay, now I'm ready. I'm ready to face the world. And that's what I want for all my clients and anybody who reads my work.
0: Absolutely. Now, Kathleen, just a brief history on on you. Okay. You know, you, you represent fitness. You're, you're as I said, that's you, scary, you have scary. this. scary. <laughs> No, because you're in shape. You 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 um you look very good. You you carry yourself. Your posture is incredible. All those things. But like, how did you get here?
1: Well, you know, it's funny. I wish, I wish I brought brought some photos of me as a kid. So I grew up quite unhealthy as a sort of a teenager. You know, I sort of ate myself through my parents' divorce, and I was tall. I'm six feet. And when I was younger, I hated being tall. I was awkward. I was just really insecure in my body. You talk about me walking in with my head held high today. That was not how I was at 13, 14. I sort of would steal food. My mom was a very, very healthy mom, but I would make ways to fit food into my day. You know, if I, she said I had to walk home from school every day, which is great. We lived in a small town outside of. Um, in like Stratford, Ontario, and I would say, okay, I'd walk home, but I'd budget so I could walk past the fish and chip place and then eat the fish and chips before I got home. So she wouldn't know, like it wasn't a detour at all. And I'd have mouthwash and I'd like, so I found ways to be the most unhealthy person I could be. Um, And then slowly I transformed. And, you know, it sort of goes with what I always tell my clients is that becoming healthier is a marathon, not a sprint. It didn't happen for me overnight. Mm. Um, I didn't have a lot of friends. I always related better to adults, I think because my mom was an actor and I spent a lot of time at the theater with people who are older than me and anyway, so I didn't love a lot of my peers. Gym class was really awkward. So what my mom decided to do was when I graduated, I think it was from grade 9, she said, okay, fine, if you're not going to, you know, be on a sports team, you have to be active. I'm going to get your membership to the YMCA. And I think she thought, well, the Y will have older people there, you know, like it won't be your peers, so maybe you'll be, feel more comfortable being active. So I got a membership and I just for some reason I really liked it. I don't know why. It was I'm I don't, I'm an introvert. I like being by myself. So I would just go, I'd walk on the treadmill. My workouts at first were like really basic. And then I got in, into taking step classes and then we moved to Toronto and I went to the Y downtown and there's this wonderful woman if she's listening, oh my god, it's amazing. Her name was Sam and she was she ran the group exercise. And she came up to me, I was probably about 17 at the time and she said, "You know, Kathleen, you're taking a million of these step classes and aerobics and spin." why don't you learn how to teach it? And the Y has this great program where they'll teach you how to be an aerobics instructor for free. And at the time I didn't have any money, I was 17. But then you have to volunteer. So it was the perfect combination. I learned how to teach group exercise for free. And then I volunteered. So I spent hours a week hanging out with adults, but in a way that made me feel so proud because I was at the front of the class. And I don't know if you've ever been to a YMCA class, but sometimes there's like 40 people in those classes and most of them are you know, older than 25, 30, and you have to lead this class. And she said to me one time, because I was really nervous, I was like, well, what if I mess up? What if I'm supposed to be doing like two knees up and I do six? And she said, you know, Kathleen, in life – as in step classes, if you do four knees up when you're supposed to do two, and then you stop the class and you're like, okay, so, so sorry, I have to go back. We weren't supposed to do four. Then everyone will look at you and know you messed up. But if you just continue and you own those four extra steps, then no one else will know other than you. And that was like a turning point. And I was like, okay. And anyway, I started to love being active. And then from there, it just sort of snowballed. I went and got my CanFit Pro personal training certificate, and then I... Got a job at a gym, and then I went um, and I did an undergrad, and then I did a Pilates certificate, and I became a Pilates uh, equipment specialist. I always thought I was going to be a lawyer, and I just sort of kept putting law school off and off and off. And then eventually, I was like, "Well, I want to do more school," so you know. But I really don't want to do law school, so I decided to do a master's in exercise science instead. And you know, gradually, sort of snowballed, and now I'm here. And I just bought my own personal training studio. It's small, but so, you know, things change and it's great. But it's really, it is a marathon. It's, you know, my healthy habits were not formed overnight. I always tell that to my clients because people come in and they want a quick fix. You know, I didn't get to be from the 15-year-old insecure girl who stole fries, um, you know, on the way home from school, to the girl here, who would you know would never really want
0: fries. I don't crave fries yeah. overnight, and it, it just it it shows, oh, and, thank and you. It, it really because you you exude that and. Part of it you know part of your story I found very interesting because that one person uh Sam yeah, at was oh, amazing he made all the, the the difference in your life yeah. and that's what I think we all can can offer to people not only motivate but we can help just influence someone in a positive way absolutely it goes so far yeah and look where it's taken you yeah. you know to one of the the leading you know fitness oh, God, uh, you're so sweet. no but and it's true in the City. I, I've been doing this for 25 years and I'm reading your article every time. And when it's not there on a Monday, I'm like, okay, where, <laughs> where, is, it? where is it? You know, that kind of thing. And yeah. I just, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get in touch with you because I, I found you influential in, in what you do. Oh, and, you know, you. and it comes with a, a whole line of other things and your TV appearances and your, your writing and, you know, whether it's for local or international magazines yeah. and so on. Um, but that influence of turning your life around. And it's something that I try to do, uh, I'm trying to do with the show to, to help motivate people to, it just doesn't have to be, you don't have to go to a gym. I'm a, I'm a club owner. Mm-hmm. I'm a personal trainer, but you don't have to go yeah. to a club or you don't need a trainer. You need good guidance. Absolutely. You're, you really do. Yeah. And you two.
1: have to find your recipe for success. So if you're somebody who loves going to the gym, then you should go to then the gym. do it. Yeah. And yeah. that's what motivates you. But don't try to fit into a square if you're a circle. Like, you know, if you love walking your dog, then go for a walk with your dog and do some lunges and squats in the park. Or if you're somebody who loves yoga, you know, find what you love and let that guide you
0: it um, I wanted to touch a little bit uh, also on an article you wrote a couple of weeks ago because so many people that are in you know, that, that work out. They tend to lose, mm-hmm. you know, fall off track uh, with their routines be- when they go on vacation. Yeah. And I, I did a little excerpt uh, on a show, a previous show saying that, you know, I just read your article and and, and again that um, I, I thought it was so well written to keep so. people on on track. Touch a little bit on that and, and how people, you know, it's still the summertime for us. It, it's still the thing, but it doesn't matter. Summer, winter, spring or fall, if you're going to get away from your discipline of going to the gym or doing your daily walks or walking your dog in a, in a, in a regular uh, basis, how could you stay on track, uh, especially when you leave your regular routine yeah. and, uh, for instance, go on a vacation? Yeah.
1: Well, I think a lot of it comes down to sort of mindfulness and preparation, which sounds like, you know, catch all. But you have to put that recipe That individual recipe for success to work. So what I mean by that is a lot of that article is framed around the idea that you have to figure out where your um, triggers are going to be. What happens to you in the summer? So for example, take me, I don't drink any alcohol. So for me, if somebody said to me, well, you're going to, you know, stay really healthy this summer by not drinking alcohol. Well, that doesn't do me any good. So, but if I know where my faults, possible faults are going to be, then I can look to that in advance and say, okay, so these are my possible trigger situations. This is my habits in the past. And this is how I'm going to not let myself fall into these habits this summer. You know, so if you're somebody who really, once you get out of the structure of going to the gym, you... um, you know, you lose everything, then that's what you can deal with. Okay, so how am I going to do it? I'm going to take a foam roller and a TheraBand to the cottage, and I'm going to structure my workouts there. I'm going to make myself a little gym at the cottage, and I'm a really good at routine. Okay, then at the, at the cottage every morning at 9 a.m., that's my gym class. Or if you're somebody who I know for me, when I get hungry, you know, that, Term hangry that's thrown around. That's me. If I get hungry, I make terrible food choices. So I don't let myself get hungry. I sort of think of a scale of one to ten of hunger. And I'm So like,
0: you're always preparing. Yeah, exactly. You're always yeah. preparing.
1: So I don't let myself get below a kind of a four. I don't want to get over a seven that's sort of stuffed uncomfortable, but you always I try to stay sort of between a th- Four and a six. And once I get lower, I'm like, okay, I got an apple, I got some almonds, I got a pepper in my purse, I got some hummus. So I always have snacks. If you're somebody who, you know, when you're on a road trip, for example, I talk in that article about different things that you can do if you're on a road trip. Well, if you know you're going to get hungry and then just grab anything, then plan for that. I hate when people sort of say, like, oh, well, I had to in quotes, I'm doing air quotes. You know, if you're going to decide you want a McDonald's hamburger, go for it. But you own that decision. I am all for living life. If you love hamburgers, then that should be your choice. Do, a, a, you know, a couple times a week, you could have something that's not ideally healthy. But own it. You're a grown-up. Don't say, well, I had to do it. You did not have to do that. Mm-hmm. If you prepare in advance and you bring a little, you know, you have snacks, you can have some almonds, you can have some apples, you can cut out veggies, then you don't have to do anything. Now, if you decide you want to have a hamburger, that's a totally different story. And then, you know, my clients will come in and they'll say, okay, Kathleen, I chose to do X, Y, and Z. So fine, choose it. You know, life is worth living. I don't want you but to deprive yourself. Of. But know what Yeah, know what the, and and just own your choices. If you decide not to Go to a workout. like, Or another You know, example is, um, well, I went to a party, so I had to eat that. Well, Ugh, no, I hear that all no. the time. You can drink water at a party. You can offer to bring something to somebody's home, mm-hmm. right? Like there's so many different – you can Google map in advance re- or the restaurant menu and decide what you're going to eat. Now, again, if you want to go to the restaurant and have pasta, go for it. But don't do it because you have to. Do it because you want to. Be an adult. Own the decision. So that article was sort of about that is figuring out where – you might go wrong in the summer, and then deciding to put a lot of effort into preparing preparing for that situation.
0: And and part of it is it, it's just a little bit of preparation yeah. goes a long, a long way. way. Absolutely, it so really spend a couple does.
1: hours on Sunday cooking some chicken breast, have some, you know, veggies in the fridge. So when you get home at night, if you're somebody who's like, oh my god, I quote have to have something because I'm starving. Well, so then if you have stuff in the fridge that takes the same amount of time to make a big beautiful salad as it does to do a microwave pizza, then you can have that instead right? So I use, I love this rule. I call it my love it rule. And basically that's it. It's that, it, it's that if you want to have a treat, if you want to make sort of a light, less than healthy choice, then you have to love it. And then you have to have a good portion of what you love. So, you know, I say to people, if do, what do you love? So for me, I love chocolate and I love chocolate almonds. So if I'm going to have a treat, it's going to be one of those two or a combination of that. But I don't love chips. So I would never go and sit at a party and just like eat chips. You know, Because I don't love it and there's no point in having something that's not healthy for me unless I love it, mm-hmm. right? So it's that love it and then, but if you know if you're somebody who's a really social eater and you go to parties and you sit and then you mindlessly eat chips, well then, okay, so let's figure out a strategy in advance. Let's be prepared. And then, so then you go into that situation, you don't sit beside the chips, you have a big glass of water, um, you know, you take that five-minute roll at a party I always talk about with my clients, okay, if you want something, you have to make yourself wait five minutes, go get engrossed in another conversation, then you won't want it anymore. So there's just, there's lots of little tricks that you can use that I write about, but mainly it's about knowing yourself. And, you know, when you do fall off the fitness horse, and this is a really big one, when you fall off. Don't get discouraged and use that as an excuse to go do 17 more bad choices. Learn from your mistakes get back on the horse a more informed rider.
0: I love what you say. Yeah. Just own it. You, own you know it, what? yeah. You, you and made, learn from yeah, it. But we, and we, enjoy it, right? Uh,
1: like, Don't like eat the cake and then be miserable yeah. because then the stress of eating the cake is even worse than exactly. just eating the cake.
0: Exactly. What we have to do is, you know, you make one bad decision. As you said, don't make 17 others. Get back right away. Something that my dad taught me a long time ago I, that I actually try and transfer to my clients is that never go to a party hungry.
1: Yes. Oh my God, absolutely. Never. It's like you know
0: like the rule of you know never shop when you're Absolutely. when you're when you're hungry yeah. never grocery shop when you're hungry but you go I always have something light and people Absolutely. say, but you're so good. How could you not? It's not that I'm good. Yeah. I'm prepared. Absolutely. So before I leave the house, I always, you know, if I'm going to a function, hors d'oeuvres are the worst thing yeah. in the world. Oh you, you you, yeah. just, it's all, you know, sugar or it's, yeah. it's starch or, yeah. it, you know, a lot of fat. You don't know
1: how much you're eating because you're eating exactly. a little bit here, a little bit there. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So yeah. part of it is just knowing. And even if a little thing like having an apple or a fruit before you leave, it goes a long way because, you know, I like your idea, chocolate almonds or something along those lines. Yes, it's not the best decision, but it's a hell of a lot better than what you would uh, uh, get at a, a party. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's a little things that I, I think we can help people with, just helping them make a better decision in the long run. Your five-minute rule. Mm. What a great idea. Oh, well,
1: thank you. You know, yeah. th-
0: that part of it is, you know what, I really, really want it. Well, not really. You yeah. see it and you want it. but. You don't need it. Well, you just want it.
1: It's making that distinction between hunger and appetite. And I think if you think about appetite as you know, sort of what goes on with the neck up. So hunger is, you know, you're out in the woods and you've been exercising and, you know, you you need food. It's what we need to survive. You know, that's the idea of like never letting myself get below a three because then you actually physically need the food and then you're ravenous. But appetite is like you're at a seven. You're like, oh, I'm so stuffed. And then you're like, oh, I could really use some dessert. Like you're not actually hungry. So it's that too. It's becoming mindful of your inner cues. So then you can listen to yourself and you can say, okay, is this hunger or is this appetite? Because if it's hunger, that's one thing. Like you should eat if you're hungry. You know, food is fuel. Um, But if it's because you're tired, if it's because you're depressed, if it's because you're bored, if it's any of those things, then those... Then we can create strategies for that.
0: So th- that's perfect because that's what I'd like to continue okay. with. I want to go in a short break. Okay and come back and delve into your your hunger. And, and whether you're really hungry or it's something that you just want, I know. Uh, we all want that, things. It's so yeah. hard
1: with TV and yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it's so that's something that I think we can we can delve deeper into sure, because it can it can help um, a lot of people okay. because I think we need to make that dis- uh, the distinction. Okay. We will be right back with uh, Kathleen Trotter on uh, Peach uh, Radio and the Art of Wellness.
1: You're listening to Peach Radio, streaming from the Peach Gallery in Toronto.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Art of Wellness on PeachRadio.com. And we want to welcome our guest back, uh, Kathleen Trotter. Uh, Kathleen, she got into, before we went on break, uh, the, the the distinction between uh, uh, hunger and appetite. Um, and we I wanted to, to discuss that a little bit more so we can help our, our audience understand because it, it's it plays such an important role in in how we we go out through our daily um, or our daily um, uh, routines, and, and what happens and how we make decisions and so on. So can you please explain how the, to, to make the distinction and how you can get away and make the proper decision sure. at the end of the day?
1: You know, it's hard. It's just the idea of appetite versus hunger is just something, a framework I use for my clients to help understand that distinction. You know, it's complicated because there's so much psychology that goes into why we eat. You know, mm-hmm. so much of Eating becomes if you're bored, memories from being a kid, because you're depressed, because you're tired. I know I often eat too much when I'm dehydrated if I've had a really big training day. So, you know, sometimes I actually get clients to create a journal, a food journal, but not like the traditional food journal where you write down everything you eat. This is three circles for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, one for each, and then a circle for snacks. And basically, if you ate, when you were hungry and stopped when you were full and you ate fairly good food, then you just put an X through and that's fine. And then if you ate when you weren't hungry or you ate more than like, you know, you ate until you were stuffed or you made bad food choices, then that's when you fill in the circle. And then we just try to figure out why. So, you know, so many people are really good throughout the day. And then at night, then they go on binges. So we want to figure out why. Is it that they didn't eat well enough throughout the day? They were actually physically so hungry that then they had to binge? Uh, Did they not drink enough water, which is often my case if I'm training a lot for one of my triathlons? Um, Are they bored? Are they depressed? Are they sad? And then once we figure out why they're eating, then we can figure out strategies for them. So it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about that individual recipe for success. You know, and it's complicated, right? Because if you were somebody who drank too much, you could just be like, well, then just don't drink. But if you're somebody who eats too much, you know, we all – you know, have a little bit of a complicated relationship with food, but if your relationship is quite complicated, you know, you can't just sort of be like, well, just don't eat because we need food. And that's where it goes back to that need versus want. Like there is an element of eating, you know, that we actually, to survive, we need food. And also food should be able to be enjoyable and you should be able to enjoy what you're eating. It is an important part of life and it has, you know, it's connected to family and being with people that you love. And so, you know, on a continuum of mindfulness, for sure, being totally mindless about your eating is not healthy. Um, And being, you know, mindful is healthy, but being overly mindful and being, you know, going towards the anorexia and bulimia, like that's not healthy either. So it's that trick of, becoming mindful about what you're eating so then eventually you can actually become mindless because it just becomes healthy habits again.
0: And but, if, if, I, if I can just interject yeah. a little bit, you, what I'm getting from you, it's, it's always, there's a common theme with yeah. what you're saying and it's understanding yourself.
1: Exactly. And it's understanding, exactly. It's understanding the why. So, you know, for example, and then figuring out strategies for your why. So it's not Tony's why, it's Kathleen's why, you know? So um, if you're somebody, for example, at night, you're really good until 10 o'clock at night and then you're bored... So then you eat. So then the strategy could be that you have to wait 30 minutes before you have the food. So you don't say to yourself, no, you're not allowed it, because most of us have sort of an adolescent rebellion when we're told no, right? We're like, well, no, I can't have it. Well, I'm going to have 17 of them. So you say, okay, I can have whatever I want, but I have to take 30 minutes. And normally after 30 minutes, you have a big glass of water. And then I just say to my clients, try to get involved in something else. And then normally you get involved in something else fun and you forget about the food. But I say, if after 30 minutes you still want something, then you have a small portion of hopefully something healthier. So strategies for me, one of my big strategies is I don't bring food into the house that I don't want to eat at 11 o'clock at night. I never, if I want one of my love it items, I go out and I get it. Meaning I love chocolate peanut butter ice cream. So once every six months, I'll be like, okay, I deserve some chocolate peanut butter ice cream, but I will go to the ice cream store, which means walking there. So I get a little bit of a walk. I normally will take somebody. So it's kind of a social date. I sit there. I enjoy it. I'm very mindful about it. So I'm not eating it in front of the TV. And then I walk home. So I'll probably get at least a 20-minute walk in. And I have a small portion. Versus if I bring it into the house, I know myself, I will eat that entire tub of chocolate peanut butter ice cream. So for me, that's the strategy that works the best. It's not bringing it into the house and only allowing small portions of things that I love. And that's the balance, you know, because if I say to myself, "Never in my life am I ever allowed chocolate peanut butter ice cream again, I will go and have that tub of it. So you know it's that balance, but it's my own recipe for success
0: and and it's so important because we're we're talking to 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 Kathleen here and to me, you're coming across like a very real person. Oh, thank you. You're, you're, <laughs> not, you're not the, the kind of person that's saying, well, I'm perfect, I'm perfect, oh God, and I'm perfect, and so on. Oh, God, i She is, she that's my is mother. explaining to, to everyone how she's doing it and all the little things that she can do and what everyone can try and find the, the thing for you and the, the little tricks in, of the the trade, whether it's, you know, as I said, drinking before uh, uh, you know, a meal or yeah. eating... Uh, an apple before party, you know, all the little things, find it what works for you. And absolutely. if you have to go to an expert or, or someone I, I'm all for uh, uh, learning from, from oh, experts I'm all I'm for sure. for we all have taking, our knowledge base so that's absolutely important. Yeah. So, so you can you can go but you know you're coming across like you know I have I have all the the, the, the things that everyone else has which is you know my downfalls whether it's the, the ice cream whether it's the the, the the almonds the chocolate and so on but you find a way to get yeah. around it yeah. And you know, part of it is you discipline. From it. Yeah, yeah you, you you really do. And the discipline of saying I'm going to have a little bit. Yeah, that's the hard part for most people. You know, they you know they're going to open up a bag of chips and eat the whole bag of Absolutely. chips. Absolutely. I don't like chips, so that's not my my thing. But I know a lot of people who do. Yeah. Instead of taking a handful and say that's all I'm going to have, the bag is open. Absolutely. And they they keep eating and yeah. eating and eating. So so what
1: I would say is you know. If you don't think you can control yourself in front of chips, then change your environment. Don't let those chips into your environment, right? So it's that combination of personal personal discipline, but also changing the environment as much as you can. So behavioral change. So you can change. There's two things that you can change when you have, you know, you're trying to make a lifestyle change. You can change yourself or you can change the environment you're within. And hopefully it's a combination of changing both of those things. And you come up with those, you know, those strategies. So with exercise, my biggest thing for my clients, but really for me, is my 10-minute rule. So if I don't want to make myself move, which it happens, I've had a long day, I don't want to exercise, I say to myself, you have to do something for 10 minutes. And if after 10 minutes you want to stop, you can. I guarantee you 99% of the time, if you do something for 10 minutes, you'll finish off the workout because you're like, oh, i I've started.
0: I love that. Isn't that word, awesome? Because I do that myself. Yeah, I, so I, good. I, for you, you just mentioned 10 minutes. I yeah. always say, okay, I don't feel like working. out. Not always say, but if, if if I don't feel like it that day, I'll do it for 20 minutes. After 20 minutes, yeah. after you have that positive release absolutely. and you just feel better, you'll continue. Yeah. You know, I gave someone advice recently. She told me that she she just, I haven't seen her in a while. She said, well, I haven't been coming because I don't have an hour and a half to carve it. And I feel guilty if I don't have it. I said, try the half an hour.
1: Yes, And absolutely. I said,
0: after half an hour, shut it down. Yeah, Just say, you know what? That's it. Half yeah. an hour. And see how it feels. Yeah, For the most part, it's exactly what you just said. You know what? 99% of the time, you'll want to continue. Yeah. But to get that started. It's the
1: starting that's the hardest that's part. That's the hardest part. Yeah. So that's
0: where your 10 minute comes into play, where you've got that going and yeah. say, you know what? After 10 minutes, you'll feel a hell of a lot yeah. better.
1: Well, I think, and this sort of goes, this topic goes a little bit with what you wanted me to talk about originally, which was trends. And I really love that one of the trends in the sort of health and wellness field currently is this idea of daily steps and just daily movement. Because I think sometimes, well, actually more than sometimes, often what keeps people from being active is that it just feels too overwhelming. It feels like too much. Going to the gym uh, is too much. Now, for you and me, you know, once you get into the habit, going to the gym is awesome. But when you're first starting, people often don't start because of the fear of failure, because it's overwhelming, because they feel discouraged. So... I love this current trend of, you know, get a pedometer and try to work steps into your life. Walk to work, you know, walk to the subway versus taking the streetcar. Take the stairs, not the escalator. You know, get up at lunchtime and go for a walk with your colleagues. Um, It's those little, I call them the little um, drops in a bucket, and eventually your health bucket overflows, right? And so I love that trend. And it's not for everybody. Some people, it's not a quote enough, but it's a great way to start into it
0: and and th- there are positive trends and negative trends yes. and that is a very that's simple and you're talking I love simplicity yeah. and and simple things people can can grasp it better yeah. and for the most part it's whether it's successful yeah. most people whether it's uh, Nike or Fitbit yeah. or, or, or Apple or yeah. you know they're they're all creating these apps to get people walking yeah what, there isn't a simpler way
1: yeah, to absolutely. get in shape Anybody can, and yeah.
0: that's the positive trend like you know in, you you you're, you feel part of the, the, the whole the group too and so on and yeah. it's cool watches and, and, and so on but in, in the long run what's happening yeah. is that you're getting healthier and absolutely. whether it's the 10,000 steps a day you know some people it might be overwhelming yeah. but if you just you, you have a semi-active lifestyle you can get to five, six, yeah. seven thousand, 7,000 and then you're motivated because I remember when I first got Mine, and I was one night. I, I looked at it, and I was at nine thousand steps. I was like, "Oh no, no, no I'm no, not. Get to that 10, I, I'm, I'm getting to ten thousand. Yeah, so it, it's whatever motivates you. And I actually went out, yeah. and I was I was yeah. outside just to yeah. get to ten thousand.
1: So what I normally encourage my clients to do with the steps is because ten thousand that actually can be too overwhelming for some people. For oh, some people, it's not, yes. but So yeah. what I say to people is the first time you use your pedometer, and you don't have to spend a hundred dollars on an Apple, anything or a Fitbit or whatever. You can just use it. most phones have free apps that you can download. So you can do that if you want to. Um, I say to people, don't try to make any certain number of steps that day. Just go out, do your daily and let's get a baseline and then bring it to me. So let's say the person brings me a 2000 step day baseline. I say, that's great. So this week, our goal is to get you to 2,500 for the next week. And then they do that for a week. And then I say, next week, I want 3000. So you don't Excellent jump way. by thousands. You And if somebody's more, you know, gung ho, then I say, okay, our goal for this week is to go from 2000 to 3000. Like, I, you know, you play it by the person, but eventually the goal will be 10,000 and there's so many ways that, will you know, 10,000 is not actually that hard to get to, but it is really hard if right now all you do is you walk to your car and then you get in your car and then you go to work and then after work you get in your car and you come home. Yeah. Well, that's 10,000 is really hard if that's the lifestyle you have. So get the baseline and then work from there. That's my, my key about the 10,000 steps, you know?
0: It, it's, it, you know, I have a, a, a greater goal, you know, with uh, this platform and, and, and with, the, with the art of wellness, I'd like to get the entire city of Toronto healthy. I love it. You know, it, it, it sounds, you know, like it's a, a big plan and so on, but I mean, healthier than we are today. Absolutely. And healthier. Trending positive. That's trending what, yeah, positive. Exactly. That's what and I always talk about. For, for, for that, it means that, you know, as I said, being a gym owner, being a personal trainer, I know how exclusive that could be. But I want everybody yeah. walking, and it doesn't have to be anything that that's overwhelming. Something that you can grasp. You just yeah. mentioned the simplicity of things, yeah. and going forward, where you know every day, yeah, go instead of the ten thousand. Let's move it to two thousand. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody do two thousand. Absolutely. Because everybody can.
1: Well, you said earlier, before we started the interview, you said I think you said it was movement heals, or movement yes. is medicine. It, which it,
0: one? Movement heals. That's movement uh, heals. that's part of my model. I
1: love that, and it's and it's so true and you know what i said to you and you said that to me was what's great about that is it's so simple because movement is different for everybody so It's everybody that works for everybody. If you're an athlete, your movement could be going out and running a marathon or playing 17 matches of tennis. But if you're somebody who's at home, who doesn't ever go for a walk, your movement could be walking to the end of the hallway to the elevator and back. You know, I have clients who have MS and Parkinson's and their movement is literally, we just take them every joint through its range of motion and they feel so much better afterwards, right? Like, so everyone's movement recipe for success is different, but movement for everyone is healing. It's medicine. It's fantastic.
0: I absolutely love that because it's um, again, our job is to make sure that everyone is uh, is is motivated to do something. Yeah. Uh, uh, I love the term trend positive. Yeah, uh, I use w- that a w- lot. Move moving forward. Yeah. And and just doing a little bit more yeah. than you did yesterday. Because yeah. it can is be we so.
1: Want discouraging everyone I feel like in fitness and health and wellness everyone looks at you know magazines and it just seems so overwhelming to get to that and first of all those images are not health they are airbrushed and they're all people don't understand that though well and also not on airbrush to get to that extreme of the six-pack most people unless you're genetically extremely gifted you have to be very unhealthy to get that look but that totally aside so many of us get caught up in what we don't do with fitness. Well, I didn't do that workout. I didn't do this. I, I ate that. And it gets caught up in the guilt. And then because of that, they don't move forward. I always tell my clients to think of health and wellness and their journey as like the stock market. There's going to be ups and downs, but all you want to be doing is trending positive. You want to have more healthy habits this week than you did last week. And you want to have that positive Attitude. And so, as opposed to really focusing on the negative, you know, well, I had that peanut butter cookie. Let's focus on the positive. I didn't have 17 peanut butter cookies. And then let's figure out what you did to have the positive choices in your life that day. So, if you drank enough water that day, okay, so why did you do that? How did you do that? And let's reproduce that. And then let's then figure out, you know, the less than positive choice you made and figure out how not to make that. But don't focus on that negative. Have a positive framework for everything that you do, and then try to reproduce the positives.
0: Excellent, um, excellent point. You, um, the, the part of 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 motivating people and, and getting them, you know, off the the, the couch. It, it's something that, that really, you know, I think about it on a daily basis. We, you know, you're, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to describe you on the radio as a, as a, a, a very uh, in shape person and, and, and you, you look great and so on. But the person, I do not want fitness or wellness to be intimidating. Absolutely. So I, what's your strategy for for helping someone, we've we've we now I'm I'm taking a step back a little bit, um you know we're talking about how not to to fall off the bandwagon, but how do you get on the the wagon in the, the first, first place? place? Absolutely,
1: um you know it's it's a combination of so many different things. It's about those realistic goals, though I think the, is most important. So many people have what I call fitness wishes, not fitness goals. So they come in and they say, you know, on Monday I'm gonna get in shape. Okay, well, that's great. But that, until you actually put some specifics behind that, that's a wish. That's not a goal. So what exactly is your goal? Do you want to lose five pounds? Do you want to get stronger? You know, you can have four, five, six, seven, eight, ten goals. But then we have to break the goals down into really realistic chunks. So, okay, you're going to get in shape. What does that mean to you? Does that mean a half an hour walk to work every morning and then a half an hour back? Okay, if that's what your goal is, then how are you going to make that happen? Are you going to get a pedometer to um, track your steps? Um, Do you have kids? If you have kids, well, then you have to work it in with your partner. Is your partner going to take the kids, you know, after school so you can walk home? Um, Or maybe it's that you walk your kids to daycare every morning and that's part of your fitness routine. Um, Or maybe, do you have a dog? Well, so then maybe your fitness every day becomes walking your dog and doing some squats and lunges in the park. But it's about breaking it down and making it realistic and making it manageable and making it really specific to you and your lifestyle. So if you're somebody who can't afford a gym or doesn't have time for two hours, you know, a gym takes, you know, you're there for 45 minutes to an hour. It's half an hour to get there. It's half an hour to get back. If you don't have that two hours a day, well, then don't say you're going to do it because you're just setting yourself up for failure. So- I would talk to my clients about the idea of you just have to take the steps to set yourself up for success because otherwise it's just, a, it's just a wish. You're just kind of blowing in the wind. Okay, I want to get fit. Well, that's great. So let's do something about it. Like, you know, it's like kind of going back to that idea of the owning it where, you know, you're an adult. So, you know, if your kid came in and said to you, okay, well, I want to ace math, then how would you help them do it? You'd break it down. You'd say, okay... Are you going to do homework three times a week? Are you going to do it every night for 20 minutes? Right. And then there see, is always
0: a plan. Yeah,
1: there's a plan. So yeah. it's about creating a really manageable action plan. And then when you fall off that plan, because it's going to happen, right? We all, we're never going to stick to the plan 100% of the time. So fine. But then figure out why you fell off and then. Figure out how you get back on. More, as I said, a more informed rider fall off the fitness horse, get back on a more and more informed rider,
0: and stop beating yourself yes. up because oh my that God. usually not
1: helpful. It's counterproductive. It's
0: completely counterproductive. You have, um, you know, you make that 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 faithful decision to to work out in the first place, and you go out with your friends, and you had a, a, a bad night, a so-called bad night. Yeah, you drank too much, you ate too much, and so on. You know what? Forget about it. Yeah. Move on. The next day, it's a let's new get day. back Absolutely. on.
1: Absolutely. And like, I would go further than that, though. I would say like, own it, enjoy it, and say how great it is. I have these awesome friends I can go out with. I had a really good time. I'm healthy enough that I can go out to a club and dance. You're putting a positive right? spin like, on put it. Put a positive spin on yes. it, and then say, you know, if this is how I enjoy myself once a month, that's fine. It's not okay if it's you know every day. Um, But – and then if you're sort of unhappy that you made that choice, then you say, okay, well, how could I make a better choice next time? Is it that I got – you know, was there some peer pressure? Okay, so why was there peer pressure? Am I not staying in my own lane? Am I getting – you know, all of other people's ideas are sort of overwhelming me? Okay, so maybe I have to look at why I'm not self-secure enough to say, I don't want to drink tonight. Who cares if you guys are drinking? Or maybe you do want to drink tonight, and that's cool. But – you know, own that decision, and sort of—it's about that mindfulness and just you know figuring out who you are and what you want out of life.
0: And, and, and that's a, a, again a great point. We um, we we were talking about you know you are mentioning the the fitness trends and so on, and you mentioned the the the, the walking and the pedometer mm-hmm. and so on, which is a positive trend. Are you seeing? Any and and by the way, you know, I'm, I'm trying to tie together the getting off the couch and, yeah. and the simple, uh, the simplicity of walking and and getting everybody doing it. But are you seeing any other trends in the industry right now that you can you can say well they're 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 more on the positive side than negative side, or we're yeah, gonna explore we're both? both right?
1: Yeah. Well you know i think there's always going to be negative trends in the fitness field in the fitness world because i think that this field unfortunately often exploits people who really want a quick yes. fix and are very yes. desperate and and who've you know quote unquote feel like they've failed um so many times that they they just want anything so i think that unfortunately there are a lot of negative trends but i do think one of the positive things that's coming out And I've written about this and, you know, a lot of other people at The Globe and other of my uh, colleagues and peers have written is the idea of recovery. And I think that that's a trend that's coming, you know, the last sort of six months or so with the foam roller and there's now this like vibrating uh, Viper foam roller and the idea of you needing massage. And you were talking about earlier about chiropractors and manual release and how all of it, it's a it's a big picture. So it's not just that working out is better. Yes, training is better, but training is a hard, is a stress on your body. And if you're going to be active, then you also need to take the steps to recover really well. Because if you just break your body down and you break your body down, um, then you're going to become unhealthy. And that could be breaking your body down from going out and, you know, running a marathon, but it could also be sitting at your desk for 15 hours a day with bad posture. So I talk about the idea of body debt and people getting into body debt. And I think one of the trends This idea of recovery is, I would frame it as a way of getting out of body debt. And we can get in body debt in multiple, multiple ways. It can be from drinking too much. It can be sitting with bad posture. It can be over-exercising. It could be eating McDonald's, whatever. It all accumulates into this body debt. And the more in debt you are, the more emphasis you have to put on recovery from that debt, whether if that's having baths, sleeping more. You know, we're talking about sleep in the break, um, eating better, drinking more water. Um, and, you know, if you're in $100,000 of debt, if you've been sitting for 15 hours a day for 20 years, well, you're going to have more recovery. You're going to have to pay off your debt more. You know, whereas if you're a 15-year-old guy and you're pretty healthy and you eat well, then your debt's probably going to be paid off faster. So it's – but I do – I love that idea of recovery that's been, you know, talked a lot about currently. That's so really important.
0: Th- that's one of the positive uh Yes, I uh, the, think so. The yeah. And there's trends.
1: more and more – products that are coming out for it. But again, it doesn't have to be about expensive products. It can be about simple things like sleep. Sleep is a really great, you know, I was at a conference last week, the CanFit Pro conference, and I think his name was Jeff Nichols. And I'm going to totally butcher this phrase, but basically he said something like sleep is the best performance enhancing drug in the world or something like to that. that and effect, and yeah. To that effect. Yeah. And, and basically, yeah, it's simple. It's free. Everybody can do it, and most of us don't do enough of it. But it's yeah. where your body repairs, your hormonal repair, your body, you know, if you're going and running, it's where your soft tissue repairs. You know, it's so your brain, everything,
0: including myself. I, 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 you know, I, was <laughs> I wasn't going <telling>, to say <laughs> that, but you I, did. <laughs> I was telling Kathleen earlier that uh, you know I have a lot of really healthy habits. Uh, yeah. I I drink very little. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't smoke. I work out. Uh, uh, you know, uh, to to a fair extent, but I don't get enough sleep. Yeah. and um, so many of us don't. It, it, it really now. I I should also say that. I, my body does not need eight hours sleep. Right. You know, some people need some people need yeah. ten hours. Everybody, my, for sure. Yeah my body needs ideally about six hours. Yeah. So when I get six hours, I'm just it's, zooming. And most
1: of the science does show that the negative effects of sleep is when it's under six hours. And also a lot of this, the studies show, that, at least that I've read, is that it's not necessarily just the amount of hours you get, it's the quality it's that the you quality. get. It's the quality. So you can get 10 hours and have zero quality in yeah. that 10 hours, or you can get six and have very good quality. Yeah. So it's about how you feel when you wake up, for well,
0: sure. I did say my ideal is six. I don't get six. So it, it, it's uh, it, it's not my body isn't uh, getting the recovery. And I've spoken to a lot of experts and the amount of inflammation that's set in my Absolutely. system. And, and that's what leads to a lot of problems. But I'm hoping that, you know, with all the the, the, the huge part of the, the healthy habits that I have, yeah, that will sort help. of mitigate the yeah, lack yeah. of sleep. Which uh, th- 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 I know the answer to that. That's so hard. But we yeah.
1: all have, you know, I have habits. You know, as you were saying earlier, I'm definitely not perfect. And there's every day I, I I sort of wake up being like, okay, how can I make myself healthier? What can I do today? I like to um, have every month I have a different goal that I'm going to try to work towards. And then I, so it could be something as simple as I do triathlons and I'm not as good at biking. So some months I'll be like, okay, this is the month I'm going to really focus on my bike. And some months I'm like, this is the month I'm going to focus on my sleep or whatever it is. But, you know, I think that's one of the tricks about motivating yourself with goals is to make it a finite period. So whether it's a week or it's two weeks, because once you've accomplished said goal, you can always then continue with the goal. But if you say, for the rest of my life, I'm gonna get eight hours of sleep. Well, mm, it's not possible. But if you say, you know, for the next month, I'm gonna prioritize X. So I used to, a good example is, that I used to um, chew a lot of gum. And, you know, maybe not the worst habit in the world, but not a good habit at all. And um, I said to myself, this is about two years ago, I said to myself, okay, for one month, I'm not going to chew any gum. And then at the end of the month, I can decide what I'm going to do after that. Maybe I'll go to one you know, piece a day. Maybe I'll go to five pieces a day. Maybe I'll go to one a week, whatever, but for one month. And that, for my brain, I could handle a month. And I got to the end of the month, and you know what? I don't crave gum anymore. Yeah. But when I chewed it, I think that the aspartame or whatever it was, like, yeah. I, like I just craved it. So anyway, I'm, I'm a big believer in that finite, like goals, specific, realistic, but also a really measurable and short time period. And then you can always add on afterwards.
0: Uh, that's uh that's perfect so
1: that's what i was saying for you for sleep you can have maybe even you to say for the next two nights
0: yeah and, and you know what once a week yeah. i do try yeah you know to i uh, get six seven hours yeah. if i ever and i've had eight hours sleep in a row um yeah. in the past but i get up and my body's groggy. Just groggy and lethargic yeah. and and so on yeah. so that's when i know i yeah. it's not good, not good for, for me
1: everyone's different i'm a good, like seven is about my perfect if i get less than seven I'm, I don't feel good but if I get more I wake up kind of groggy I yeah. think everyone you know, it's it's is, a little indiv- bit different it's individual
0: it, yeah. um, so it, it, you know it, once again it's taking that uh, I like the idea your idea of just choosing choose one thing Yeah. we try and o- overwhelm oh ourselves God, it's with, too much. with you know, when you mentioned you know I'm gonna sleep eight hours for the rest of my life as yeah. you said it's not realistic yeah. but people do that with dieting oh people my God. do it you know I'm gonna go on a diet and the minute you just mentioned you know the rebellious nature of or you 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 say that. And you, just how about changing one meal, or how about changing you know one thing that you you if you're having chips every day, you say you know what I'm gonna have it. Maybe three times a week. Yeah. So just making simple changes because the the goal is to to try and get make everybody healthy. Absolutely. And if you can do that with just by changing one thing, which leads to another yeah. thing, which leads to Let's another get you, thing,
1: you, your drops in your health bucket. All of a sudden, your health bucket is overflowing, and yes. you feel awesome, and you're yeah. like, I can conquer the world. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you you feel so good when you've accomplished something. Yeah. You know, if it's a realistic goal. And you, 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 yeah, and that you set when you get there, it's like, okay, oh, I can do this more. I can do that. Yeah, it's and, a positive the, domino yeah, effect. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're not, you know, when when it's unrealistic and you 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 fail before you get there, oh there's God. no motivation to no, do it again so or do something else. So it's like, set, then you're
1: like, screw it, I'll just yeah. have like 17 bars of chocolate or yeah. whatever it is that you love.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's a, so that that it really plays a, a, a lot. Um, now, Kathleen, in 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 closing, how would you um how would you like to 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 get people to like taking them from one positive from one space to mm. a more positive space how would you what would you want to leave the audience with so you can you can really help a group of people say you know let's let's go for that walk tonight okay. let's let's do something, something in in you know to make our lives better because that's what it's about
1: I would just tell everybody that some movement is always better than no movement. So, And the days that you most want to skip your workout, the days that you feel the worst, are the days that it's most important for you to move, even if it's just for five minutes. You know, I'll let myself skip a workout if I'm feeling really good because I don't need the workout. But it's the days that I feel the crappiest that I say, okay, even if I won't do a full hour run, I will walk outside for 10 minutes. So just, you know, the next time you don't want to move, you just say... I don't need to do the best workout. I don't need to do the perfect workout. I don't even need to do a workout longer than 10 minutes. I just have to put on some shoes and go for a walk. And, you know, or don't even go outside. Stand up, take your conference call, and pace around your house. Just think something is better than nothing, and the more I move, the better I'll feel.
0: It's, uh Kathleen it's a, it's an absolute pleasure oh. uh, you know having you here well, it and it's such an honor to come I've it, had so much fun it, it you know but you, what you've done today is is break down a lot of barriers and you've you've simplified fitness and that was part of the the goal is having an expert to help people you know help the masses not just the individual but help people to motivate them oh, thank you. and and I think you've done that I think you you you've given us a, a lot of different ideas on how we can go about whether it's starting a, a routine or if we're doing something that uh, an existing routine or we just need to change a little bit uh, if we're falling off the wagon to get back on the wagon. You've done, you've, you've given us a lot of ideas well, and I, so I thank you so much yeah. for, for doing that Well, I'm just
1: going to do a little, you guys are the first people I'm telling this to other than like my mother and my best friend. I just, last week, sign the paperwork to write a book on all of this stuff that I just talked to you today. So hopefully in about a year, I'll be able to come back and it'll actually be like read from my book, all of these things I just said to you today. It's all about how to take your fitness wishes and make them goals and, you know, go that steps from the sofa to the front door.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm hearing it for, yeah, the, for first the first time. For the time, so, honestly. So yeah. congratulations, Kathleen. Yeah, I no, Yeah, I'm
1: really excited. And I didn't want to, I didn't jinx it. So hardly anybody knows. So literally, <laughs> you're the first like media people yeah. I've told.
0: <laughs> and I finally
1: well, signed the document. So I'm yeah. like, I can talk about it yeah. now. So oh, anyway, man, in a year.
0: Well, well, thank you. And you're welcome back here anytime. But what I'd like you to do before you go, I want people to, uh, being able to follow you, like oh, how I, I follow that. you. Okay. So it, you know, because you know, I said it before. I'm going to say it again. Uh, this woman, she's motivating. She, she's, uh, uh, she's a, a, a very, she's an encyclopedia. She, you can, you can get a lot of inspiration and a I'm lot of information, <laughs> a lot of information from her. You know, from someone, take it from someone who's been doing this for 25 years. And I'm talking to her and saying, you know what? I'm learning from her, and and I, I think it's very important that. From from an industry insider, that you can you can get exposed to to information uh, really critical information on how to to better your lives and, and and how to to get in better shape and and fall under that, that wellness umbrella that I keep talking about. And she she is that person. So oh, Tony you, like I, made my day. <laughs> no, but I'd like you to tell people how, you know, I you know KathleenTrotter.com, we know that, but you know, you have Twitter, you have Facebook, yeah. all those things. Just tell us how we can we can follow you yeah. and get a hold so of you.
1: So all of my um articles and everything's always on my website, which is KathleenTrotter.com. Um, but I'm also on Facebook and I'm also on Twitter. And Tony, you actually have, I don't even think that I know. I think you have it written down on the sheet of paper, my Twitter and my Facebook handle there. I don't even i think it's, I it, don't even know. He's going to say it. I'm wait. so bad at this stuff. I'm technologically <laughs> stupid. i I love writing about health and wellness and I love thinking about it and I love talking about it. I'm like, terrible at the actual promoting myself
0: well it, I, I will tell you it's um, it's twitter.com forward slash trotter fitness yeah trotter fitness that's what it is <laughs> I knew it had some part of my name in it <laughs> so you know you, and there's also can,
1: Facebook as well I think it's slash I oh don't know Facebook has slash Kathleen
0: Trotter yeah, yeah. it's uh, facebook.com forward slash Kathleen Trotter yeah
1: and you can if you go to my website I know that you can click through on Facebook and Pinterest all the and links Twitter are and there all, that, all the links are there
0: so it's uh, it's pretty easy to find her and yeah. um, and follow her. Um, I would yeah. love for you guys to get what I got from her and um, yeah, and, and, tw- and, and
1: tweet at me or whatever, and you know, Facebook me. I always answer.
0: So, Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Kathleen, once again, thank you for um, being on the Art of Wellness. Yeah. Thank and, you for having uh, me. And uh, it's our pleasure. And you're welcome. You're welcome back before a year, but definitely in a okay. year when the book is out. Perfect. I'd like you to come back and we can we can chat some more.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're quite welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Art of Wellness on PeachRadio.com.